Well, hello, everybody, and thanks for joining us for another week of the Rec Poker Podcast. This is the Chats Edition, uh, where normally we would be interviewing a famous person in the world of poker, but this week we're doing the year in review for everyone at Rec Poker that's had a great time in 2021 and what we're looking forward to in 2022. So if you don't know anything about Rec Poker, it's a free community for uh, uh, recreational poker players to come and learn the game, celebrate each other's wins, find some friends to hang around with and some rails. Um, it's, it's a great place to come and bring your love for poker. There's lots of great ways to improve your game and to have fun. And all it takes is an email address and a smile. Go to rec.poker and sign up for free right now. If you don't know who I am, my name is Jim Reed. I'm the host of the podcast. And you can find out about me and everyone else on the Wrecking Crew by going to rec.poker slash crew. Uh, because it takes a crew. It takes a village to do something uh, as fun and dynamic, as exciting as Rec Poker is. Um, so, fellas that are here today, why don't you share your uh, names and where folks can get at you here with the rest of Rec Poker Nation? I am John Somsky, and I am Poker Geek MN everywhere. I'm Mark Prashan, or Website Mark. Uh, I'm the owner of Website Amp, and I am Website Amp in the home games these days. Rob Washam, and I'm Rabman50 everywhere. Tim Fritz, uh, misclick donkey everywhere across all social medias and in the home games and everything. So that's how you can find me. And you should check all these uh, guys out. Um, we've got a bunch of guys and gals on the Wrecking Crew. It's a different, uh, different crew in here in the booth every week. Uh, but these are some of the folks that really uh, make everything happen here at Rec Poker. So it's uh, it's great to be able to see their faces and to tell them how much we appreciate their work. I also want to thank Jim Gibson, Martha, and Troy Chapman, who are in the uh, chat here as we're getting through. All uh, premium members can come join the podcast anytime. We have a lot of fun here together. Um, speaking of which, I want to thank uh, Julie Murphy and Denise Allen. Uh, Julie and Denise have uh, become premium members over the last little while. I got to meet Julie over Zoom. We had a really fun chat about poker strategy. And um, I've been chatting with Denise uh, here and there uh, in the forums and in direct messages and on Twitter. Um, so it's great to see uh, new premium members getting out there, enjoying the material and the community events. So thanks, uh, Julie and Denise, for giving us a try. And the only other announcement I have is that, uh, and you'll get a kick out of this, Tim. I know you're going to be involved um, the Run Good Tour is making another stop at Council Bluffs, Iowa. And yes, that's right. He's got the shirt all ready to go. And our own Andrew Feist will be there um, to enjoy some quality time with other uh, rec poker members that make the trip to Iowa. Um, he's going to be there from February 14th to 21st. And if you want to check out more details about that, you can go to rec.poker slash road trips and you will see uh, a little post with all the details and how to get in touch with Andrew and how to have a great time with our friends at RunGood. We love working with RunGood. They have a good time. And so do we. And I guess the last piece of news I have is that we have to postpone the Reckies. I'm sorry, gang. We had in mind a uh, plan to do the Reckies the week this episode comes out. But there have been too many exciting moving parts going on. We're going to have to postpone it and do it in the spring. So we've got even more to look forward to in 2022 because we will be doing the Reckies Award Show um, just a little later than planned. But I'm looking forward to that. Okay, so thanks for putting up with my long-winded intro. Um, it is the year in review. It felt like it took a year just to get through the, the last few minutes. But uh, Mark, we talked beforehand. Mark and I meet every week. Uh, he's an integral part of what happens at Rec Volker. We literally could not do this without Mark Prashan. And uh, so, yeah, Mark, you've had, you've had a quite a your your role just keeps getting bigger and bigger at Rec Poker. What was twenty twenty one like for you, and what are you looking forward to about twenty twenty two? 
Yeah, it's been great. Uh, like you said, we meet every week for, uh, I don't know how many weeks running now. We yeah. you and I have had a chance to, you know, get hands on and really plug ourselves into the site and make improvements. So uh, it's been a great year. I was thinking back of the different things that we've done on the site. Um, we gave it a, a fresh coat of paint, kind of reorganized some things, made a lot of improvements to the homepage, um, uh, really enhanced the calendar quite a bit. There's always new content coming out on the site and we kind of reorganized how that's structured. There's cool ways to interact with other folks in the forums. Uh, and a fun thing that we've really been doing a little bit more of in the second half of the year is badges, where yeah. if you, you know, you're really dedicated on the site, you log in every day for, you know, seven days in a row, for example, you get a little badge that says, hey, you're you're dedicated to rec poker. And so different ways to acknowledge the folks that are a core part of the community. That's been a really fun thing to do on the site. Yeah, I've really enjoyed and I've gotten some great feedback about that too. When you see people posting in the forums, um, there's that little piece of uh, character uh, and color. So folks that have the dedicated badge or the contributor badge or OG or all these other achievements that you can get, that has been a fun way to uh, uh, to keep it interesting. And I've seen a lot of great, the forums have been a good um, thing for us to talk about because they've really taken off getting a lot. Uh, we, we do have a Discord channel and people like to talk there. Um, but we also, for our deeper conversations, we do use the forums at rec.poker, which is free. And uh, that's been great getting people more active in there. Um, we started the whole forums edition of the podcast, just based around all the strategy conversations we were getting in the forums. So just me, me speaking personally, I'd say people getting more involved in the forums, joining more of the groups at rec poker. That's been a great thing that uh, you helped a lot with, Mark, putting those different kinds of groups together and how people can kind of find those common interests by joining these groups that have a lot of, uh, of the same things in common. Yeah. The, the site's built in a way now that it's very easy for us to, to add new groups as, as the community needs them. You know, if there's a desire for people out there that have a common interest or, you know, a, a different niche interest inside poker, uh, then let's get folks together and connect them. And so they can be enthusiastic together about a particular, you know, topic or something like that. There's a lot of different ways to plug in. Yeah. And like Steve Fredlin, the main dog himself, the big guy, um, he always says, you know, the website is just a tool for our community. Um, you know, we were a community first. The website is just a place to come and exchange ideas and to get together, just like the home games are, the podcast, the live events. It's just a, it's just a, a way that we express our um, enjoyment with each other. So um, well, you've done a great job making it easier to connect with people, easier to find people that have the same interests as you. And um, I'm just really proud of what of what we've done there. And uh, I love sharing with the world. So I hope we get to share it with a much bigger piece of the world in 2022, too. I'm excited for that, Mark. Thank you. Um, Rob and Tim, I know um, Rob is our book uh, study director. And he's been uh, fearlessly leading us through Michael Acevedo's uh, uh, Modern Poker Theory. Um, but that that's just the tip of the iceberg, right? We've had all sorts of um, exciting books come through your program, Rob. Yeah, we've uh, we've. If you go back into the archives, you can find all of the book study sessions that we've had in the past. Um, significant. The ones that you probably will see now would be Short Stack Ninja, which we completed last January, about a year ago. And prior to that, we did the Game Plan by uh, Matt Matros, which I thought was a really interesting concept, an interesting way of approaching the game 
for people who are not as familiar with maybe tournament play as they might be. Uh, prior to that, we did a book called Play Optimal Poker oh, by yeah. Andrew Brokus, uh, Volume 1. So uh, there, there's an opportunity in the future maybe to do Volume 2. Um, we should be finishing up with uh, Modern Poker Theory this year sometime. Uh, <laughs> I'm hoping in the next month or so. We've only got a couple more th- sessions to go, I'm sure. And then we'll be looking for another book. Um, mm. uh, we'll be looking for another book to do. So we'll go through that process of of scanning the um, possible books out there and then talking to our different um, members to see what their enjoyment would be, what what they're looking for, and try to come to a consensus as to what would be the best book to dive, dive into. So... In the meantime, uh, Modern Poker Theory, like I said, we should be done with that shortly. And as part of that, we plan on interviewing Michael Acevedo himself mm-hmm. and have a Q&A with him. So everybody that's been involved in the book study, uh, I know that I've come up with a million questions as I gone <laughs> through this book, and I'm sure everybody else has too. So this is an opportunity to actually talk to the man himself and get some answers to those questions. Um, we're also at that time going to be giving away the video series that he put out. There's a video pack that's an accompaniment to the book, uh, Modern Poker Theory that Michael Acevedo produced. And we happen to have a copy of it that we are going to be giving away. So look on the group, the, uh, book study group for more information on that and follow, follow us on Twitter, uh, rec poker. And you'll see some more information there too. So should be fun. Yeah. I can't believe we get a chance to nail down Michael Acevedo and just pepper him with questions of our own membership about all the stuff that's in the book. That's going to be great. Um, He's a, he's a generous guy with his time on Twitter, but I think actually getting to nail him down for an hour (laughs) is going to be just the ticket for some of our, uh, some of our members. Um, And yeah, big thanks to, thanks to DNB books for um, putting that video course out there. I think that's going to be a lot of fun for someone to get a chance to get deeper and deeper into that. Yeah, John. Uh, Just out of curiosity, when do you think we started uh, Modern Poker Theory, the book club for it? Well, we started it right after the Fareed training. So that would have been like March. March, yeah. Okay. It would so, have been like March of 2021. <laughs> what What's the under over on whether or not this finishes before it started? You know, you're, it's going to take longer or, or under over or under a year. Yeah. It will be, it will be under a year, I guarantee <laughs> Yeah, that is a bi-weekly, that is a bi-weekly session. So we're, yeah. uh, that's, uh, and I think we are in like the high teens right now, aren't we on something like that? Uh, so, 17 or 18, something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's think, getting there. But we we did miss a few episodes, a few, uh, there was one whole month where I couldn't do it at oh, all. Oh yeah, you were moving of, and right. I was moving and internet connection problems that we had. Um, so yeah, so there was probably at least three sessions that didn't get um broadcast when they should have so Gave some folks a chance we, to catch we up almost made it in 2021 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if we would have had those <laughs> that's awesome well i'm really looking forward to that and uh, and if people do have some interest in what the next poker book should be uh send rob a tweet 
um, over there, Rabman. Uh, is it Rabman50 on Twitter, Rob? At Rabman50. Yeah. At Rabman50. Yep. Let them know uh, what's on your mind. You can always email me, Jim, at rec.poker, uh, about anything that uh, has to do with rec poker at all. Uh, Tim and John, what uh, what did you guys want to start talking about when it comes to... I know, well, Tim, you you joined us in 2021, so it was your welcome to Rec Poker. Can you tell us a little bit about what that was like and how you've gotten involved in the Wrecking Crew and, and all that? Uh, yeah, I just... Uh, well, like, what got me involved to begin with, I was actually at a Run Good event um, in Council Bluffs. Uh, I go to all of them, but... Yeah. Um, <laughs> And there was like tons of uh, rec poker people there, tons of them. And uh, I just remember I was talking with my friend Woody. And, oh yeah, Woody Adams. Yep. And he's, I was like, dude, uh, have you heard of like these rec poker people? Like, I feel like you've mentioned this before. And he's like, oh yeah, dude, they're awesome. Go talk to them. And so I, I don't remember who it was. I struck up conversation with. You know, we we're just chatting, and I was like, huh, I'll have to go check this thing out. And then just kind of dove in from there, I guess, head first. You know. Um, but that, that was the thing. Everybody was super friendly to me, you know, and just struck up conversation, held conversation. And it was, it was, you know, cool. Hmm. It didn't take long for you to get involved. Now you're running your own weekly study session on Sunday mornings. And, uh, we've talked about other ways that you could get even more involved. It's, it's been really cool getting to know you, Tim. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just really, really just enjoy poker, helping people with poker, because, you know, it wasn't that long ago, like, I was kind of newer to poker. Right. Like, you know, I've been playing for a long time, but, like, actively studying and trying to learn the game for roughly about a year now. Um, and then since then, you know, like, I have um, an affiliate with DTO Poker, which my groups ran through. Um, and that's just been a great tool for me to use on helping me understand, like, solvers and why they want to do the things they want to do and just analyzing spots, you know, like, um, like I'm also in Gareth James course who mm. rec poker is also affiliated with now. Um, and a lot of his course is geared around solvers, but in my head, I was having a lot of trouble, you know, just kind of clicking, you know, okay. Like, yes, this is what I'm supposed to do, but I just didn't understand it. And that's kind of where DTO came in. Cause I have solvers and I was running them and I'm like, this is great. I still don't know what I'm looking at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just how to apply that can be half the half right. the knowledge, right? That's half the lesson. And then you know you start doing it for a while, and then you're like, okay, you know, this is an eight five deuce board. Okay, I'm against the big blind that big. Don't even care what my cards are. <laughs> like, <laughs> and it's just like things like that. You just start to recognize, and you're like, oh, okay, like I'm starting to get this stuff. Mm -hmm. like, well, I know you're a big Gareth James fan, and um, I've I've been enjoyed his material for a long time. But uh, now that he's gotten more involved with Rec Poker, I've been really impressed with the monthly webinars that we're doing with him. Um, we've had two so far: once on one on flop strategy and one on turn strategy. And uh, he's just such a great educator and a great coach. You can tell he really knows the stuff. He knows how to bring it across. I think that's one of the things that I'm looking forward to most about 2022 is. Um, really letting people get the most out of our learning with partners program because the fact is you know for $15 a month at rec poker premium you get access to learn pro poker solve for why red chip um, pokercoaching.com uh, gareth james's mtt poker academies daimatsu hashi's the poker forge um, i know i'm i know i'm missing a couple um, but there these are all 
advanced training sites in the world of poker who know that recreational players like us um, want to find a taste of different people that they can work with, different learning styles, different teaching styles. Um, some are about videos, some are one-on-one teaching, stuff like that. And um, that's all included in your Rec Poker Premium membership. We do study groups uh, most weeks. We do uh, we host these events with these uh, speakers and the the trainers from those sites to come and teach Rec Poker people stuff. And I think that's something that. Um, I still can't quite believe that we <laughs> we have this amazing network of uh, of pros and coaches uh, that are just happy to help our, our rec poker members. It's because, like you said, Tim, I think people appreciate that we just we love the game, we like having fun, we we enjoy the process of learning, and I think that I think the pros like that too. I think it's a good it's a good mix. Yeah, it's it's definitely really fun, and like we have a lot of fun when we learn too. But like. Um... Like even with the couple of videos you mentioned that Gareth's done, you know, like I, I think that's really cool for him to take time, you know, to come over here and do that. And, you know, I'm, I will say, like, if, if you want more, like look into his course, because oh, yeah. what, what you're getting here is is a little snippet of what you're getting there. And, you know, if it's really something you really want to go after, go after it. You know, what are you waiting on is my opinion. Yep. Like, yeah, you said it, man. The way, you know, the way I see it, and this is, goes for any coach, not just Gareth by any means, but any any coaching program that you feel like you kind of have a connection to, go for it. I mean, in the end, yeah, like they kind of cost a lot of money usually, but in the end, you're going to make more money. Like it, it's, to me, it's an investment and the knowledge, and then you will gain some monotone wealth with it as well, just from playing better. Yeah. And I think people, you know, people feel like people feel like, oh, well, I'm not a good enough player to get coaching or to invest in that kind of training portfolio or something. But the fact is, you know, I think of it like being a golfer. And mm-hmm. if you're if you're out on there on the driving range and the assistant pro wants to come over and give you a couple of thoughts on your swing, you know, you can you can book a half hour with the assistant pro make your swing better, feel better about your game. And it's not like you're expecting to go win a golf tournament the next week and make that 40 bucks back or whatever it was. Right. Right. Like it's just, it's, it's part of getting better at this hobby that we love so much. So um, in poker, you can actually make that money back by getting better at it. So it's, I do encourage people like Tim says, and there are a lot of different kinds of coaches and different price points, even on the wrecking crew. There's lots of people that you can work with here that are more or less expensive or more or less experienced or dealing with more beginner things or more advanced things. And, um, I really do encourage people to get some help, find people to ask questions and to share your knowledge into, um, I talk about this all the time. Like I was a lurker. I learned poker in the silo, uh, listening to podcasts and watching videos and reading books and not talking to anybody about it. And it took me forever to, to advance as a player. And I think I did advance as a player, but I could have done it so much faster if I had just put myself out there shared some questions, made myself vulnerable to some people and just said, you know, Hey, I don't actually have all the answers here. And I wish you guys could help me figure it out. And then I got, I could have learned from other people's mistakes instead of just having to burn my own hand on the stove every time to learn that lesson. So that's one thing I wish I had done more. Yeah. Just build off that. Like one thing um, in Gareth's group that we're doing right now, our topic of the month is uh, PKOs. Hmm. And uh, Gareth brought in one of his friends, Ninja, who is like one of the top PKO players in the world. And he's coaching us on these. But one of his, after our first um, webinar, his first thing is he said, okay, now everybody who like wants to take this serious, go 
play some PKOs, you know, screenshot spots, run the hands and solvers and post them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, he gives some feedback, but there's been probably, you know, seven or eight of us every day since this video posting hands. So that's already seven or eight times five. There you go. There's 40 hands right there that you're already looking at just from having a, you know, a community there all mm. learning with you. Mm which yeah. has been very, very interesting. Like I've been learning loads in there. Yeah. And you find people that, you know, think similarly or that you have things in common with. I, I've made some legitimate friends uh, that I've met in the rec poker forums or on discord or in our um, podcast chats and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, put yourself out there, folks, ask questions. Don't be afraid to be unsure. And um, just, you know, if you're worried about getting berated or about people making fun of you, do it at rec poker. Cause we're, we're just not going to do that. We're not that kind of place. And you'll find people that'll help you, uh, help yep. you find your way. Yeah. Yeah. There's no dumb questions. I mean, right. every, the way I see it is everybody started out somewhere, you know, just because I'm further along than you doesn't mean that Jim's not further along than me, you know, just, <laughs> well, that's kind of, we're, we're all in this together. That's right. Uh, but yeah. And I think, you know, and all of us here on the wrecking crew too, I feel like none of us are going to help, make Jonathan Little a better poker uh, player, but we can definitely help beginners and uh, intermediate players get better at poker. And and we can help you just save some time and maybe unlock some tricks of the trades and some shortcuts. So I do encourage people to go check that out. And like I say, just as a free member, just post in the forums and just right. get used to getting some feedback. Um, you'd, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised how, how helpful that can be. Uh, so John, I wanted, to, I know you are, John, John probably does more work than most, most of the people around here at Rec Poker because he is the online home game coordinator um, and he handles everything to do with our home game club. When, and I'm fond of pointing this out at the time that he agreed to do that, there were two home games a month. And now there are something like 45. Was there only one at the first time? John? John's like, oh, no, no, no. There was one. Then you guys doubled it on me to get to two. <laughs> yeah. When he started, it was the home game. There wasn't it was the different versions game. of it. It was the home game. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so John, what was that? What was 2021 like for you on that? Friend? Well, okay. So before we start talking about home games, I want to just bring up some memorable points that were, outside of the home games that I'm responsible for. And for me, one of the most memorable was watching Steve Fredlin sing O Canada in front of the WSOP sign in the Rio. Yeah. That was uh, phenomenal. Yeah. That was a special moment. I'm glad that you were able to put that together, John, because I totally dropped the ball when I was there the week before. So we were counting on you to see it through. Very nicely done. And people can go watch that on YouTube. That, uh, that video will be available for till the end of time. Uh, go to YouTube, you can see it there. He's got some pipes. That's Steve Fredlin's got some pipes. And then we also had several trips. I'm, Tim already mentioned the Run Good series down in Council Bluffs. I was at that one. That was a lot of fun. We also had several others. I did, wasn't able to make them all. Uh, we had the WPT event that we uh, played for that. So that was a lot of fun as well. So I think we've had a lot of outstanding things that have happened this year, despite the fact that we haven't been able to get together all that much. Yeah. 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 The uh, WPT uh, experience was a lot of fun. We got to send Brian off there with a main event package. That was super cool. 
and um, obviously the Rec Poker House and being able to meet um, some of these fun- wonderful folks in person uh, down there in Vegas for the WSOP. That was a that was really special time too. Um, and we mentioned the free Jatin course, but yeah, like I, I can't believe that was only a year ago. Um, t- doing that free Jatin course, that ten uh, module course that we did here in the evenings, which was phenomenal. I really that was like. Uh, <clears throat> really helping you kind of hone your aggression and become a more aggressive poker player. So I'm really glad we did that. And I got a lot out of that as well. You know, I like that rec poker is just this place where recreational players can kind of find that middle ground where the recreational players are down here and the pros are up here. And then this is where we kind of meet in the middle. I think that's something that um, we've always enjoyed doing here. I hope we're able to keep doing that well in 2022. I'm sure we are. Um, now, John, over the holidays, we had a bit of a gap in our live reporting of the home game results. Are you interested in talking about those, or would you like to talk about some of our year-in-review home game stuff? Well, now I'll talk about the year-in-review for the home games. <laughs> so, in 2021, uh, we had 289 individual people play the home games. <laughs> That's awesome. 205 of those played at least 10 games or more. So mm-hmm. it wasn't just a bunch of people coming by and only playing once. There was some real, you know, dedication and repeats in that place. Hmm. And of course we had several really good uh outcomes from that. For the most wins, of course we start off with uh, none other than Jacob Kiki. He called his shot at the beginning of the year said he was going to get 20 wins and it looked like he was going to have that wrapped up in November, but just to keep everyone on the line, he (laughs) waited. And it was the last week of December when he finally got his, uh, or sometime in December, at least when he finally got his 20th win, uh, to make 20 wins for the year. It's amazing. A real, a real accomplishment, uh, for Jacob to call a shot like that. He went and he got exactly the number he said he was really impressive. Yeah. And then we had uh, Fergie 56, Kim Kilroy got 16 for the year. Mm. And Eric, uh, or Evil Roy CA, David Westerveld got 14. Those were the top three. Dave's in the chat right now. I see David joining us. Yeah, Mr. Cool Guy, we're on to you. Uh, nicely done, sir. And uh, Kim, who's often here in the chat as well, getting 16. No surprise there. We got a bunch of killers here in the Rec Poker uh, Premium Program. Uh, but that's fantastic. Those are Those are, and Dave, that that's impressive, man. Um, that's impressive. Hold on to that one. I know Dave's no Dave's no stranger to winning tournaments and, uh, and that sort of thing. Dave's had a lot of experience getting into the right kind of tournaments. Um, but no, that, he's that was actually well also doing really well in the Papes tournament that I also run. Ah, no and surprise. So, uh, we also had a lot of dedication. So uh, while nobody played all. 533 home games that were offered last year. 533. Now, oh my God. Largely that's because, you know, some of them you had to actually qualify like the tournament of champions. So no one was even eligible to play all of them. However, we had some people who got a lot in isn't a spike. Got spike. 510, 510 Whoa. of the 533 games. That's amazing. That, that's like the Doug Drabeck award going to isn't spike, right? Yeah. And then we had uh, Evil Roy CA, David Westerveld, yep. got 486 games. Nice. Yeah. And Kek Geek, this is Kek Geek Senior, Mark Kiki, got 449. Wow. Played 449 games. That's amazing. And then, of course, what are we playing for? We're playing for pins. 
<laughs> so uh, who won the most pins? Well, theoretically, you could win up to seven pins because you can get a bronze for each series. So that's three of them. You could get a uh, Tournament of Champions one for the daily series, uh, the Tournament of Champions for the um, No Limit Hold'em series, Player of the Year for the No Limit Hold'em series, and uh, Player of the Year for the Mixed Game series. So that's that's four. Yep, that's seven that you could win overall. However, three of those, there's only one silver pin given out. So you would... It's unlikely for anyone to ever win seven. So what we have here, though, is the person who won the most pins was Rec Poker Steve, Steve <laughs> Friendly. <laughs> yes. He got two silver pins. Yeah, two silvers at the end, man. Yep. That was impressive. He had a, a daily bronze, the No Limit Hold'em bronze, then the No Limit Hold'em point silver, and the No Limit Hold'em TOC silver. Wow. So that. Only one of each of those was given out, and he won both of them. So what were wait? What were the two bronzes he won? He got a daily and a monthly in the bronze. A, a daily and then a no limit holder. Okay, okay, guy's a killer. Yep. Well, working on then, his game. Working on uh, his game. Not to be outdone, gloves ten ten. Colin Anderson also got uh, four pins. What? But oh. He only got one silver. But he did manage to win something in every series. He got a daily series bronze, Nola Hold'em series bronze, mixed series bronze, and then the daily series TOC. Wow. Wow. And Colin Anderson, is a, he's a crusher, too. Uh, he's one of the hosts of the Reckies, um, and he's been, um, he's been a big part of Rec Poker for a while. Um, I, he, he went on a tear over the summer where he won like three or four of the Sunday night tournaments that get you a free month at LPP. And so we had to kind of come up with a creative way to give some of those prizes away because uh, Colin Anderson's just too good a guy to save all those to himself. So way to go, Colin. Congratulations. Uh, then coming in, we had, so those two tied for kind of first place. My goal was to pick three people from each of these. And we had two that tied for second place. So go for boy TJM. Taylor Moss got three pins. He won a mixed for the mixed games. Daily bronze, a mixed game bronze, and a mixed points silver. So all of his points are all mixed game related. Two two of them are mixed games and then one daily bronze. Okay, one daily bronze. Cool. Yep. 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 Well, he's a killer. Fergie 56 also got three pins. Wow. Uh, all of hers were in Hold'em, Daily Bronze, No Limit Hold'em Bronze, and a Daily Series TOC. Nice. nice. So there were 12 TOCs available to be won throughout the course of the year. That's right. And if people won more than one of those, they still only got the one silver pin, right? It's a, right. Yes, because right. a couple people one... did win a couple of, oh, yeah, or maybe they had a silver pin from a previous year. I think Colin Anderson and... Uh, um, Jacob now have two silver pins each from multiple years of, uh, of that kind right. of thing. Yes, right. cool. And then for the most caches, nobody um, they we had Stuart Stewie thirteen Stuart yes. Carriage got eighty nine caches. That's twenty one percent of the time he cashed that he nice. played. Jasper Jr. Patrick Barry got 84 caches for 23%. Mm. And Fergie 56, Kim Kilroy, got 83 caches for 20%. Wow. 
All right. Well, I know Stu and Kim are friends in real life, and they talk about poker all the time. Uh, they're tro- they're uh, poker traveling fans, along with Elizabeth Van Martin and a few of our other Rec Poker Premium uh, members. So I'm not surprised at all to see that Stu Carriage and uh, Kim Kilroy are cutting it up in the caches there. And then Pat Barry, you said, was the other one of the OG uh, members Correct. here at Rec Poker. Way to go, Pat. That's exciting, man. Good for you. That's impressive. So then... Uh... Finally, we have what we all play poker for, and that is for money. Well, in our play games, we aren't playing for money, but play chips, but we can still measure the ROI. So for ROI, for uh, reference, a 0% ROI means you are exactly break even. Every dollar you put in for a buy-in, you've won exactly that much back. If you double your money, that's 100% ROI. All of your, every time you do a buy-in, you get twice that back. And then, of course, negative percentage would be negative ROI. So the top three ROI, number one was Gopher Boy TJM, Taylor Moss, 68% ROI. Oh, and I should should state this is – I only counted players who played 100 or more tournaments so that you couldn't just, you know, play one and then have a huge ROI. This was people who put in a lot of volume and still maintained a very nice ROI. Good call. Number two was Ben Mara. Elizabeth oh, Bennett Martin, yes. 65% ROI. Just mentioned her. And then Keck Geek 65, Keck Geek Jr., Jacob Kiki got 46% ROI. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All three of them, very nice. Those are real numbers. Those are so thanks, John, for pulling all that data. I know John has a spreadsheet. The sort of like the mother of all spreadsheets set up that tracks, it feeds into a bunch of places. It's got things coming from a bunch of places. And uh, um, I think you even put a, uh, a link up to that in the forums or on Discord, didn't you, John? So people can can uh, check out their own version of the stats or something like that. Yeah, I did put a, a link in the forums. Uh, it just is, that's a really simple, it's basically a CSV file, but it, it'll, if you op- download it, it'll open up in Excel and it's, calculated all of these numbers for every person your roi the number of entries you played uh the number of wins you had the number of times you got first place number of times you got second all sorts of interesting uh things there that's amazing well thank you so much john and and all all the members you don't have to be a premium member any any member that can uh, access the forums or discord can go and check that out and um see how you're doing stacked up to everyone else in the in the league i gotta say no surprise names on those lists. Those are people that are often in our strategy conversations. I know they're uh, asking questions in the forums and answering questions. Uh, they're people that play in the home game quite a bit. So um, no surprise there. We got some killers representing. And and Absolutely. Taylor Moss, too. Yeah. So really, it's just impressive <laughs> all the way around. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So should we go on to the uh, home game winners? Why don't we? Everyone go grab a cup of coffee. Uh, I was telling, we were saying earlier, we took some time off over the holidays. Yeah, you got it, Rob. OMC over there. He's got it all figured out. Um, so we missed a couple of weeks. We missed a few weeks of announcing the winners. So we've got a few to get through here um, and celebrate some of the uh, recent victors here in the home games. Thanks, man. Yeah, actually, we've got four weeks. That's a full month's <laughs> worth of games. Yeah, because so, we pre-recorded, right? Now, right. just just remember as you're listening to me rattle off all of these, for each one of these, I need to get the results, I record the results, and I write a post on our <laughs> logs for all of this. So I've spent way more time than any of you who are listening to this right now. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's and, true. you know, 
Isma Spike pl- probably played all of these games. <laughs> he spent more than even that. Okay. So on December 20th, 2021, Bokika got their first nightly victory uh, for the year. And in December 21st, Apple Oh My Eye, Harold ah, Berry got Harold. his second nightly victory for 2021. Nice. Noah, Noah, 12 with lots of H's in there. Uh, 1291, Noah Anderson got his third nightly victory for the year. J. May USA, who is from Japan, actually, I think our first ah. Japanese player, got his first, his or her first daily victory for the year. Yeah, I saw that Rob- rising sun in the lobby. I thought that was extremely cool. Right on. Yep. Yeah, I actually uh, got a message saying, because of the time zone difference, they weren't they qualified for the TOC, but were going to be unable to play. So that was unfortunate. But and then we have uh, Frogman Rick, Rick Day, got his second nightly victory for the year. Sixth Get him, Rick. nightly victory lifetime. I love Rick. He's such a fun guy. Good for you, Rick. Uh, then for mixed events, basic task, John. Ah. Is that how you pronounce that? Pilak? Yeah. I... Yeah. And John, if you, um, you also made it uh, into the final table of the tournament of champions. Um, so you're welcome to join us in our online review and hang on Wednesday. I just happened to know, cause I saw your last name while I was filling out the form today. <laughs> so there you go, John. I hope we get to see you uh, next Wednesday to join us for that. And that Check was uh, John's second mixed, nice. daily mixed game. You better practice game. tell what day that is. John, yeah, that's a great next point. Wednesday is, depends on when this comes out. You are so smart, Rob. So yeah, so this episode comes out on January 25th, and it's the next day, uh, Wednesday the 26th. So if uh, if John's a uh, keener and he's listening to these the day they come out, then hopefully we'll get a chance to see him in the online review and hang the next day. Thanks, Rob. Then for international events, Oslo Berger, Tren, yes. Vid- Tron Vidar Stensby Tron Vidar got Stensby. his second international victory for the year. Awesome. And Kambinkley, Eric Jin, got his second international. Yes, Wrecking Crew. And LPP Sunday event, Digging Eight Graves, got his first, <laughs> his or her first victory for the year. So you can contact Jim at rec.poker and you will earn your free month to learn pro poker. Nice. Love it. Now we are on to week number two. Daily Series, Chilada. Ben Rhodes got his first, uh, victory of the year on December 28th. Nice, Ben. Tech Geek 65, Jake Kiki, got his 20th victory for the year and his 13th nightly victory for wow. the year. Wow. And it's his 30th all-time victory. Wow. wow. Just insane. Magic man. PCS 205, Jack LaRue. Oh, nice, Jack. Got his third Nightly victory for 2021. Hunter H, 1017. Hunter Hawes got his second nightly victory. And Giver 3, Jim Gibson got his nightly victory for 2021. There you go. The real Jim making it happen. Nice work, Giver. And now we are finally on to 2022. Oh, I'm scared. Hold me. So first event of the year, basic tax, John Filak. Got his first daily mix victory for the year, making it his third lifetime. Remember, he just got one the week previous. Guy's been busy. International events. Turner Joshua Campbell got his first. He, yeah, Apple. we played. He he took a lot of chips for me in that one, I think, is the one we were playing. And nicely done, Turner. 
Apple of my eye, Harold Berry got his Harold. first victory for the yes. year. Eric Anderson, E80 or E Anderson 85 got the won the LPP tournament. So you can contact Jim at rec.poker to get your free month to learn pro poker. Although I don't know if Eric will need that because Eric Anderson's just got this whole thing figured out. He's, he's one of those people that shows up in our discussion conversations. He's got great questions. He's got great insights. He knows his way around poker tracker four too. So Eric Anderson, uh, no surprise to see you rocking it in the winter. Is it really even fair for him to have a, (laughs) that's a good point. Maybe just for the sake of the rest of the team, we should stop Eric Anderson from getting any better at poker. That Um, would be a good thing. Okay. We'll work on that. Okay. Uh, the Nolan Holdem Championship Series on January 5th, Poker Geek MN, John Somsky, got his first Nolan Holdem victory for the You're year. letting anybody into the club these days. Anyone can win these things. <laughs> Just, you know, I was, was thinking it was a tough home game until now. <laughs> then for the Nightly Series, B-Chip, uh, Charles Allen got his first Nightly victory for the year. Nice, Charles. Night Owl, or... Night Owl, where the L is a one. Chris Room got his first <laughs> nightly victory for the year. Uncle Tom's Cabin, Jeff S. Uh, got his first nightly victory for the year. Wolfman 109, Adam Wolf Adam. got his first. And then Keck Geek 65, Jacob Kiki, starting off the year with the bang with his first <laughs> nightly victory for the year. What, what, what was the date of that one? He really didn't leave a lot of time. Is that like the first week? Well, he took the first week off. Yeah, January 8th. Oh. So, you know. He, he skipped the, the first, first week first week yeah. and said, I'll give you all the first week. Then second week, he starts off. He deserved a week uh, off, I think, after yeah. that. And also on January 8th, uh, PCS 2005, Jack LaRue got Jack. his first mixed victory for the year. Oh, cool. Uh, d- that's the daily mixed practice, not the yes. mixed series, just to be clear. International events. Stewie 13, Stuart Carrick got his first international victory for the year. Rosie Q, Ros Quarto got her first international victory for the year. Mm. And uh, 7 High 11, John Crowell John. won the LPP event. So he can contact Jim at rec.poker and that's get right. his free month at Learn Pro Poker. Oh, that's going to be great. I like John. We're getting to know John better. He recently became a premium member. And so we've been seeing him more and more in the strategy conversations. And uh, he's been posting in the forums and we've been emailing. So I'm very excited to see uh, 7 High 11, John Crowell, uh, earning that pin. Good for him. No surprise Excellent. There. Then for the Mixed Game Championship Series on January 12th, that was Alexa talking to me, Um, (laughs) Aces 54-320. Oh, Kathy. Kathy Nice. Got her first mixed victory for the year, and she has announced she is a mixed expert, so she really wants to win this one. She really is. I played with her for most of the night on her table, and... I'll tell you what, she was so aggressive. She was in every hand. She was raising every hand. And I finally got her. And I, 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 well, what happened? I got dealt a full house. She got dealt a flush. And we got it all in, dropping her down to 20 big blinds. So she was really, really low. And 
I don't know if it was two rounds later, she was the chip leader again at the table and just dominating everybody. It was amazing, an amazing, an amazing, amazing. Yeah, and, and it's not, it wasn't a fluke either. Kathy's a great mixed game player and she's dedicated and um, she wants to spread her love of mixed games. So we've even talked about, we talk all the time, Kathy and I, uh, we've talked about um, maybe finding a way to even build more mixed games into the Rec Poker monthly schedule or something like that. Um, so way to go, Kathy. Congratulations. No surprise. Then for the Daily Series, Night Owl, Chris Room. First player for the year to get his second victory. Nice. Chilada, Ben. Ben. Got his, won the uh, Daily TOC, Tournament of Champions. Mm. Then Monkey System, Keith Brandt. Yes, Keith. Got his first daily or, or nightly victory for the year fergie 56 kim kilroy got yep. her first nightly victory for the year can't keep kim out for long and then our friend from japan jmay usa got or jmayusa i don't know how that <laughs> should be pronounced uh anyway got his or her first nightly victory for the year and elvis 76 steve kreps got nice. his first nightly victory for the year money mortis frank Pisklovich won the mixed practice event. First one for the year. Isn't my spike spike uh, got won a daily international event for his first victory for the year. PCS Jack LaRue. Jack is on a tear. Yeah. Wow. Won an international event as well. His first international event for the year, but his second win overall. Hmm. Hmm. Then we have, go ahead. I was going to say, and Jack is one of the, like, just genuinely one of the nicest guys that I've spoken to in the course of our, in the OPA or in our other sessions like that. Um, just a really kind uh, fella with his heart in the right place. And I'm so glad to see he's got that killer instinct at the table and he's taken down pin after pin in the standings. I'm so pleased. Well, you know, I was just going to reply to you saying, yes, I agree. Jack is a really nice guy, but I hate having him at my table because <laughs> he's really good. Yeah. Then we have licorice guy, David Stebbins. Oh, Dave. Beautiful. Won the LPP event. And you can contact Jim at rec.poker to get there your you free month at Learn Pro Poker. Yep. And do it, man. You will love what they have going on over there with Ryan LaPlante and the rest of the coaches at uh, Learn Pro Poker. One of our learning with partners, um, partners and probably the oldest, one of the oldest friends of the show, uh, Ryan LaPlante, hoping to have him back on the show sometime soon. Um, yeah. So uh, way to go. And I do hope that you do email me, Jim at rec.poker, and I will send you a code that gets you a free month of access to Learn Pro Poker in their database. Really do recommend that. Nicely done, John. So I felt like that just flew by personally. That was, that was a pleasure. Um, and it was cool seeing uh, some of these regular names. So when we do, when we actually do a month in a row, you get to see a lot of, uh, a lot of the regular killers coming through the rotation like that. No, no surprises there at all. Yep. There's a, and you know, none of these names are surprises anymore. Cause we've seen them over and over again. Yeah. But I'm still impressed with at how many unique winners there are um, over the course of the series. Like, um, we as the as the group has grown um the the number of people that are winning has grown along to it so it, it's it's kind of a fun mix of you you get to recognize these really excellent players you see in the standings repeatedly but there's also a lot of first timers in there um finding their way it's just because it's such a great structure that you put together there john it makes it easy <laughs> for the cream to rise to the top you know <laughs> yeah well, if, does anyone, um, Evil Roy or Jim or Martha, if anyone has any uh, questions or comments to get on the air before we 
wrap it up, I'll give you a moment to type that in here. Um, fellows on the panel, was there anything else uh, about 2021 that touched our hearts or that angered us, <laughs> or anything about 2022 that we want to um, that we want to make? I, I want to, I, personally speaking, I want to play in more of the home games. Um, I want to play more live poker than I did in in 2021 somehow whether that's in Canada or in the States or something like that. I'd like to do more of these rec poker road trips and uh, that sort of thing and meet more members personally. Yeah. Play more poker. That would be one of, one of, one of my goals. What about the rest of you guys? Do you have any goals or resolutions or anything like that? I think winning more when I play poker. Would be, uh... <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> that's a good one. There you go. <laughs> well, I have two goals this year that I'm taking uh, one inspired by Jacob Kiki. Hmm. I'm calling my shot right now. I am going to win not 20, but 10 <laughs> this year. I'm hoping to win 10 games. All right. That's half as many as Jacob. Maybe yeah. I have a shot doing that. And I want to have a positive ROI. I had hmm. just barely a negative ROI in the home games last year. And I know that was because there were times when i play and i wouldn't be focusing and then you know end up dumping my chips off so when i play i want to actually focus and play better nice good for you uh, tim what about you play more live yeah yeah um just like andrew i'll be at the run good series coming up so you know if anybody wants to come say hello come say hello i have a pretty pretty no- noticeable face i'm a big guy so <laughs> come say hi yeah, that's right. You'll see a lot of people with rec poker gear there, I think, and they'll all be uh, they'll all have a smile and a and a, and a warm uh, welcome to be shared. I'm sure. All right. Well, uh, thanks everybody, and it's always so much fun just to get together with this different panel every week and talk about something to do with poker. Um, it's what we're all passionate about. It's what makes us tick, and it really is something that we couldn't do anything we do here at Rec Poker without all the faces you see here and many more as well. Um, when we do get to the Reckies in the spring, uh, I think we'll do a more sort of uh, fitting tribute to all the people that help us out here and make all this happen. It is mostly a, you know, I mean, we're, we're essentially volunteers uh, here at Rec Poker. We just, we like sharing our time and, uh, and our love of poker with everybody else involved. So um, it takes help. It takes support. It takes a group. It takes people pitching in. I guess the last thing I'll say is if you want to pitch in, if you want to find a way to help us uh, to be part of the rec poker team, you can always just email me Jim at rec.poker and say, Hey, I want to get involved. I've got some time or I've got some expertise or here's something that I think you guys could be doing better. Um, or if you're short on time, but you want to buy us a cup of coffee or help us keep the lights on, you can go to rec.poker slash support and you can find all sorts of ways there, Patreon or PayPal or, or even just for free reviewing the podcast and uh, subscribing to the YouTube channel, things like that, uh, that help us keep going. Cause this is something that, and we talk about this with the guys here all the time. You know, this is something that we want to be doing in 20 years. Uh, we want, we want the rec poker members that haven't even been born yet to uh, come in and, and meet in and meet, meet this great uh, foundation that we've put together. And I, I just can't wait to see what rec poker is going to be down the road. Um, so thanks everyone for all your help. And uh, everyone who hasn't come in yet, I hope you do. Give us a try. Um, and if you want to try premium membership, use the code RECPOKER. You can get your first month for only five bucks. All right. Well, I guess without any further ado then, 
I have to thank Website Amp, of course, uh, and Mark Bergeon, and of course, uh, Running Aces Hotel Racetrack and Casino, and Steve Fredlin for making all this happen. And to everyone else, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.